Okay, we are rolling. Here we are. We we're, we're doing it. Doing what now? Um, can can you hit me with that again? Thank you. What's that? I'm sorry. I've got a new. I got a new thing in my life. I'm a, I ride a hog now. Yeah. It's it's the right season for it. Everybody's getting their their hogs out of uh, out of storage. I get my hog out of cold storage. <laughs> this is sad. I thought I had this set up so I could hear it, but apparently I don't. I don't get to hear my own hog. That's okay. It's breaking my heart. Do you think that uh, it's more important uh, for you to hear your own hog or for everyone else to hear it? That's an interesting question that you've posed. Well, it's, it's, it's still going, isn't it? It is. And it's, may, may I say, what, what, what a masculine mode of transportation. Oh, yeah. I think everybody in, in our listenership is uh, suitably impressed. I got I got on leather pants. And I got this sunburned old lady on the back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're hauling ass to Sturgis. <laughs> oh, who's that? Here here comes somebody. Oh, this is one of my buddies. I'm going to wave to him. Hey, buddy. Ah, he gave me the old salute. That's yeah. just for us uh, us uh, gearheads. Mm-hmm. Have you have you gotten into a lot of the motorcycle merch? Like, uh, have, have you invested in a wardrobe that lets everyone know? Uh, I, I know you've got the leather pants and the leather jacket on, but do you have the the t-shirts and the ball caps and the fanny packs and whatnot. I have, uh, yes, I'm wearing a leather do rag. I have, Mm -hmm. uh, around my head. I have a shirt that says, if you can read this, the bitch fell off. Yeah. It's on the front though. Hopefully, hopefully no one, no one ever reads that. You know, I, I, I think that she should stay, uh, firmly affixed. To the, the back of that bike. It's actually, it's on the front of the shirt because it's, I'm. Oh. I have a baby and I carry it in one of those little baby <laughs> carriers. And that baby is a real bitch. <laughs> it's just crying all the time. Don't you know well, how much well, I spent well. on this motorcycle, baby? I'm the baby. Gotta love me. Your baby is the baby from dinosaurs? Correct. It is the okay. baby from dinosaurs. Baby baby Sinclair. That is his uh, given name, right? He, he does not have a... I, that's right. That is dinosaurs canon. Hmm. And and why 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 wouldn't you? I mean, you didn't buy that motorcycle uh so that people wouldn't hear it, surely. Oh yeah, for sure. I I got it I didn't get it for me to hear, I got it for other people to hear. Um and people need to know. Will will there be much change in in our uh, re- recording process? Like, uh, I can't imagine it's good for you to be revving the motorcycle inside uh, your podcasting studio. It's it's true. Uh, this pro- might be the last episode before I die <laughs> of carbon monoxide poisoning. Yeah. But uh, Just th- that does sort of. My... Maybe we should do one from the road. Do do like an easy rider podcast. <laughs> I've just got like a I've got like a USB microphone and a laptop attached to the handlebars. 
I've got a, I replaced the seat with like a big gaming chair. (laughs) (laughs) We start a new gang called the Soy Boys and Mm -hmm. we just ride around streaming and reviewing board games. (laughs) But we're on motorcycles, so nobody like would dare make fun of us. It's the only way that you can be a game, a, a board game reviewer on YouTube without getting your ass kicked, is yeah. if you do it for a motorcycle gang. Yeah, I, I keep like a really uh, thick chain in my saddlebags, and if anybody makes fun of me for reviewing my board games, like I'll get it out, and start spinning it around my head, whirling that chain around. Yeah, just swinging it at people wildly. Mm-hmm. You're like, listen up. This game uh, is uh, is called Agricola, and it's all about trade. You know how we trade ladies around like currency? In this game, they use currency as currency. <laughs> I've completely lost the plot of what the point of this gang is all about. I think we need to just step down from the gang... I just got beat into this gang, on. and now I'm going to beat out of it. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm so confused about what I'm supposed to be doing in this <laughs> gang. We're supposed to be wimpy, but then we got really tough. Yeah. Oh. We're like Donnie Brasco. If Donnie Brasco In too deep, you'd board this motorcycle games. gang. Yeah. He's not a cop. He's just a guy who reviews board games who somehow <laughs> found himself in the mafia. <laughs> the FBI was like, "Listen, we think we can't seem to we can't seem to stop him by putting him in jail. Maybe if we just made one of these board game reviewing guys <laughs> in their in their mafia gang, it would just ruin the whole thing." I mean, some of these He's games like, hey, take uh, four, five, six hours to play, and, and uh, time that mobsters spend playing board games is time that they aren't mobbing it up. Yeah. So play that Dune board game. I hear it takes six hours. <laughs> the FBI's like, look at this. Racketeering is almost at a standstill. It looks like they've all been playing Ticket to Ride for the last week. <laughs> <laughs> all right do you have an idea for do you have an idea for a podcast i do and this one is called digital versatile disc men and this would be a show in which uh we celebrate uh the dvds of your and uh the special features that came on them because special features Ooh. are nowhere near as special as they once were. At at one point in time, who fucking cared about the movie? It was, what is this disc going to do for me outside of that film? Are, are we getting some deleted scenes? Uh, yeah. what, what's in it for me? Yeah. If, if I yeah. could just you watch 10 hours of documentaries on how this movie was made, uh, th- that would be just great. What are they doing now? I don't know, but uh, that was a whole industry that? that just kind of disappeared. Are we not doing director's comment? I mean, I guess they're still making DVDs and Blu-rays. Just bare there movies bones that affairs. Just never get a director's commentary. Some of those are so good. But, like uh, the I... Arnold Schwarzenegger ones where it's like he's seeing the movie for the first time. <laughs> Consummate professional Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> he's like caught off guard by what happens in the movie while he's narrating the <laughs> he's movie. He's just getting really into it. He's like, I am the eraser. <laughs> <sighs> what if he really was an eraser in that movie? Like on the end of a pencil. <laughs> the whole movie takes place yeah. on the end of a pencil. It was it was the guy who made Twins and Junior instead of it being a uh, hard nosed action flick. It's uh, 
Arnold Schwarzenegger. It, it's just Arnold's face on the end of the little rubber eraser. Like remember in the in that one nightmare on Elm Street where they've got like the people's faces on the pepperonis on the pizza. Mm-hmm. It's that, but it's an eraser, and it's Arnold. Like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> Freddy's there. <laughs> <laughs> Just calling everybody a bitch. It's rude. Rude the way he just... He's constantly... He loved to say the B word. Yeah, he's got a... Is that potty mouth? Would you call that a potty mouth? It's a real caca mouth. Yeah. He's a rude dude with a crude dude. I don't, I don't much care for Freddy Krueger. But and you know what would I would you? like? Why would you? He ain't much to look you know at what? either. Hmm. I mean, let's not piss him off, okay? Yeah. Okay. But you know what I would I would enjoy is a DVD of Nightmare on Elm Street, but with commentary by Freddy Krueger. So you could put on a track where it's just Freddy Krueger talking about, he's like, I remember working, you know, I remember that lady, she was a bitch. <laughs> Now, would he just be commentary tracks on on his own films, or he could get him into the studio and knock a few others out as well? Like, uh, there would be there'd be an option on the DVD to listen to Freddy's commentary on Freddy Krueger movies. (laughs) I would like that for a lot of movies. Now that I think about it, just like a, you know, on the DVD of Jaws. You get to hear like the mayor's commentary. Oh, I thought you were like, going to well, say listen, the in my defense, the entire the entire economy of our small <laughs> island town relied. I couldn't shut the beaches down. It's not that I didn't want to. I literally couldn't. I was beholden. The Chamber of Commerce made me do it. I really like this idea. I've wait, wait, I've wait. been Okay. I've been getting into uh, collecting more physical media over the last year. I think it's worth. I think it's worth owning some things. Actually, having like a physical copy that you know those cowards at NBC Peacock can't take away from you. It's true, and. I I've, I recently found my DVD collection, and I was like, "We, I need to watch some of this shit." Mm. That was the first the first month of the quarantine. Uh, you know, I I I was just sequestered in my home because almost immediately I came in contact with somebody, so I was just watching a uh, VHS movies. Uh, that was my thing was I'm just going to watch VHS, and I watched some real stinkers. Like what? Uh, Space Camp. Space Camp. With Joaquin Phoenix. Ooh, I've never seen that before. What? Oh, boy. Is this when Joaquin was uh, just a a little boy? Yeah, he is a... I mean, if Freddy were here, I know what word he would use to describe young Joaquin (laughs) Phoenix. (laughs) Oh... It's Joaquin Phoenix in that movie, which I think in the movie his name is like, or like in the credits, he's still like Leaf Phoenix before mm-hmm. he changed his name. But uh, yeah, just a shrill little dipshit. Oof. Never would have guessed that he would be the one to go on to win an Oscar. Wait, he has won an Oscar, hasn't he? Seems like Who he cares? has. Ah, I don't know. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> all right. I've got a I've got one here. And we all we almost we've we kind of dipped our toes into this, but this is a broader idea. This is a podcast called Nostalgia Time. Okay. And this would just be, you know, kind of a thing where we're like, hey, remember? Was basically we're just be doing a long form Pepperidge Farm commercial. But okay, we can do so, it for so you're you're talking about uh, are will will this be nostalgia of of our own misspent youth or 
a, a sort of idealized uh, Americana uh, sort of nostalgia. I think maybe but, every episode could be a little different. We could do one, you know, where it's like, oh, remember the 80s? Remember all that? Snap bracelets and pop Maybe, maybe we can remember uh, uh, VH1's uh, I Love the 80s. Oh, what? yeah, maybe we, we could, could do just... I Love, I Love the 80s. This is all about us being, like, stoned in college and watching mm-hmm. I Love the 80s. Yeah, and we, was, we can like dig up Moraka and uh, dig up Al Ashby and, uh, uh, you know, <laughs> let them dance around like a. What is Moraka doing? What's Moraka up to? There's it's got a really cool name. It, it's, it's a real shame I haven't had a call to say it more often. Do you think it's, I mean,. I'm sure it's a nickname, right? His name isn't really Mo Rocca. Yeah, he's probably Maurice Rocca. It's probably his real name. I was thinking that it might be like a thing where, you know, his last name was Rocca and somebody was like Mo Rocca. Or maybe his first name was Mo and then now that's probably his last name Rocca. Do you think that there's a Larry and uh, Curly Rocca? (laughs) Larry and Curly Rocca. And they're the uh, they're the silent partners of uh, Rockaware. Mm-hmm. Jay Z. They just brought in Jay Z as like a celebrity <laughs> spokesperson, like Kenny Rogers Roasters. <laughs> Do you think now that Kenny Rogers has passed away, the Kenny Rogers Roasters that are still open in Southeast Asia will uh, transition to a fully cartoon version of Kenny? Like they did with the Colonel in KFC. What if they or or start getting got, Reba like, McIntyre to play? Uh, yeah, <laughs> Reba McIntyre is, is Kenny Rogers in the Kenny Rogers Roasters commercials in the Philippines. <clears throat> I'm trying to think of some. I mean, nostalgia. We could obviously just easily pander to. The baby boomers. They love this stuff. We we basically just do uh Forrest Gump. Yeah. I I We're mean just like, there there already is a Forrest Gump for, for boomers though. Uh it's and it's called Forrest Gump. Yeah, should like how do we ramp it up so that our Forrest Gump uh nostalgia dump is stronger than the original? We do a uh, DVD commentary by Freddy Krueger. <laughs> Over top of... <laughs> Over top of <laughs> oh. <sighs> God, I just... I think that Freddy Krueger would get canceled so fast for the things he would say about, about the comings and goings in the life of Forrest Gump. Mm-hmm. Not exactly not exactly a man uh a man for our age, that Freddy Krueger. We could also do nostalgia for t- times even earlier than that. Every episode could be about a different century. We could be like, "Ah, what if what if we still had uh to go to church in Latin?" What if that was a thing? Uh, wouldn't that be great? The church is all just, uh, it sounds like the priest is up there doing a magic spell. Mm-hmm. And it's not not for my benefit in, in any sort of way. I just sit there yeah. and uh, I don't have to pay attention or uh, any of that. Uh, it, it, it's not, not for me to think on. Yeah. Just, just purely the- being there and... and Listening to the drone is, is enough to. He's blowing get me smoke in the around, class. splashing babies with water. He's he's just chanting in a different language, and then you give him your farthing, and he tells you that your sins are forgiven. Oh, and here comes Martin Luther, Mister <laughs> Too Big for His Britches. Yeah, Ugh. trying to ruin the ruin whole a thing. good thing for us. 
He's got his little hammer and nails, Martin Luther King. Wait, no, different guy. (laughs) (laughs) Martin Luther with his little blog. Just posting it on the door. You know, he probably would have had a little more penetration if uh, he wrote bigger and had multiple sheets of paper that he nailed up there. Yeah. You know, like you, you got to have like a really cramped handwriting to get all 99 theses on, on one single piece of parchment. Like, what's this? Oh, this, this guy's got 99 theses. He's got a nail to the door here. Let me see. Oh, it's a slideshow. Each slide, he's just trying to get as many clicks as he can. Yeah. I'm not going to click through 99 theses. He's starting with the weak ones, too. He, he knows that, that the ones I want to get to are around. Hi, I'm Martin Luther. <laughs> he's just got a one of 99 <laughs> thread in parentheses at the beginning. Ugh. That's nostalgia time. You got you got another one? Yeah, this one is uh, Clown University. Ooh. We're going to class it up. America's clowns have been going to the equivalent of clown community colleges for too long. They That's deserve right. better, and frankly, I'd like to give it to them. This is, And this is great because this could be uh, maybe this is like a state school for clowns. Yeah, it, it might be a state school. It, it would be nice to get some government funding for this. I don't want to go all on my own dime. Yeah, yeah. I think it could still be, listen, it doesn't have to be a private school. I think that uh, it's, it is important that we get these clowns out of these predatory for-profit colleges. It is... To, there is something to be said, though, that uh, the Jesuits, uh, they, they can turn out some clowns. They, they've been doing it for a long time and they know what they're <laughs> doing, but that, that's not where I'm at with, with, my, with this business venture. Mm. Um, yeah. Hey, what's the deal with that school called Gonzaga? Are we just going to pretend that's a normal name for a school forever? It's been, I mean, they're, uh, they they won last night, right? Yeah, that was, it was an amazing game. It was a, it was a pretty uh, exciting game. But uh, the whole time I was just like, what the fuck is a Gonzaga? It, I, isn't it like a Jesuit school? Or I, I'm, I'm thinking that it's like... Uh, like your Marquettes and your... Uh... It sounds like a mouse with a sombrero. <laughs> is what it like. I, mm. I always would think of uh, Gonzo from, from the Muppets. Yeah. But it's uh, There's the, a bunch the Gonzo of things that it sounds like. And the Gonzo <laughs> yeah, he's dressed up like a Viking. Yeah. <laughs> Camilla yeah. the chicken is uh, dressed up like a Valkyrie. Got the big metal bra and mm-hmm. the hat with the horns on it. Yeah. Clown University. This would be... I guess we'd start out by outlining our syllabus and uh, just trying to... Do an orientation for all of our future clowns, yeah. Yeah. Clown University. Look to your left. Look to your right. One of you is going to to bomb. uh, One of you is going to be killed by a rodeo bull. (laughs) (laughs) By the end of this semester... One of you will be hit in the face with a pie (laughs) (laughs) and have a seltzer bottle sprayed down your giant hoop pants. All right. Here's I got here's my second idea. Okay. This is called Diagnosis Burger. (laughs) Okay. 
what is the what is your concept for diagnosis burger that's as far as i got okay i just thought of the name diagnosis burger and i thought that's a good idea for a podcast <laughs> um so would 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 we essentially just being uh we, we would be proclaiming things burgers it could be that it could also be maybe there's a mystery surrounding a burger and we have to solve the mystery of the burger. I, to be honest i kind of i was keeping this one in my back pocket because what i wanted to do was uh just buy a bunch of cheeseburgers and every day throw one up on your porch <laughs> And then suggest diagnosis burger and then wait for you to be like, oh, my God, I have a burger related mystery for you. (laughs) (sighs) I regret not doing it. One thing uh, with with diagnosis burger that I can think of is um, just the concept of mystery meat always Mm. intrigued me. Like, why would burger? Why would anybody, even if it is a mystery meat, why would you call attention to the fact that that you are foisting some sort of possibly unsavory meat upon someone, a a paying customer? Is there a thing where they call it mystery meat for real? Um, I always just, that was a thing we said about like the school meat. I don't know. Maybe maybe at this point, like uh, enough people called it mystery meat that I think it was sanctioned and it was not. It, that's probably the case. We just called it the mystery meat. I'm going to start calling my penis the mystery meat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Is your penis I'm, I'm... like, uh, do, you, do you have one of those... Uh, uh, penises that has a different skin tone than the rest of your body because if you do it's, you should definitely call it the mystery me it's covered in question marks like the <laughs> i was gonna give mine a, a sherlock holmes deer stalker cap ah mm-hmm. this is what diagnosis burger has become just us doing hats, a little, penis hats a little costume pageant for penises <laughs> I mean, you could build a, a little stage, uh, you pop pop your guy up through the hole in, in the bottom of the, <laughs> the stage you make, and and it could be like a mystery play. You, you could do, uh, uh, what, what's, a, what's a good mystery play? The Mousetrap by Agatha Christie, starring ah. my penis. We could do... Uh... But... Also, no, because just thinking about getting my penis into a mousetrap, that would be traumatic. (laughs) Mm. The Glory Hole by Agatha Christie. (laughs) That's better. That's better. All right. Well, let's. Uh, wait. Do we? Do you have anything else to say on Diagnosis Burger? It was a really good name, but I can't think yeah. of a application for it. In, in, until a burger related uh, mystery or burger related uh, disease comes into to become aware of one one or the other, I don't think that we could really do Diagnosis Burger. Is it, it what what a coincidence it was that it was always a murder, huh? He's just diagnosing murder every time. Do you think it could be a thing where he was like uh he's just a bad doctor like they found out years later Dick Van Dyke was just calling things a murder. <laughs> he's like looks at his watch and it's almost four o'clock. Ah, it was a murder. Yeah. Because I can't afford another malpractice lawsuit. Murder! (laughs) Doctor, this guy came to you 
with bursitis. <laughs> he died three days later. <laughs> mm, let's see here. Yeah, he was murdered. <laughs> Somebody else did it. Someone prescribed him the wrong medicine. After I prescribed him the right medicine. Diagnosis burger. Maybe that's what it is. We take medical mysteries and then we just diagnose them as burger related. <laughs> what kind of burger goes with? Just <laughs> <clears throat> seemingly healthy 28 year old just dropped dead in the middle of her morning jog. And we're like, <clears throat> pineapple barbecue burger. <laughs> <laughs> just show Next. up show, show up to the wake order up <laughs> yeah everybody gets buried with a burger we've got yeah we, we show up to people's funerals we're like we have these uh we have these teriyaki sliders we're just mm-hmm. gonna put them on top of him it's a somber occasion. It, it demands a somber slider. If anybody wants a slider, the 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 departed is holding them now. Just help yourself. Oh, so so we use the the celebrated corpse as a p- part of our, you know, they're kind of like a chip and dip. Now I think they're, they're, we've they're stumbled part of, they're into part of the. An actual application of diagnosis burger, and that would be where we look at something, a, a person who died, maybe a historical figure, and we diagnose what kind of burger they would have liked. Yeah, I like we that. We come up with a burger. <laughs> we come up with a burger for maybe Genghis Khan that's going to have horse meat for sure. Wasn't he a fan of uh, meat tartare? Oh, yeah, yeah. So it'd be so a it's raw probably a very, meat. very raw burger. A really <laughs> b- bloody, bloody burger for, for Genghis. <sighs> Diagnosis burger. We've done it. We've done it. Yeah. All right. Let's head to the hotline. Cat gotcha tongue. Uh, hello. Hello. <laughs> what do you need? <laughs> okay (laughs) it was not a podcast idea it it sounded like a, a very small very sweet child giggling and saying hello and then giggling some more and then whispering something that was almost inaudible, and, and then it was over. So somebody what? somebody is playing on, on our hotline. <laughs> yeah, I definitely could make out a... It's The transcript says, hello, hello, what do you need? And then the whispering, I think, said, what is the joke? <laughs> okay. So what do you, what kind of show do you think uh hello hello what do you need what is the joke would would be It's it sort of sounds like uh uh you know we're 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 diagnosing a, a burger on this as well 
Everything's coming up burgers. Everything is coming up burgers. It's a Freddy Krueger does a, 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 a DVD a commentary track about burgers. Hmm. How do you think Freddy likes his burger? Fried. <laughs> he likes it cut up and sliced. Oh, does he do it himself or is it one of those things where it's like sometimes you want somebody else to do the cutting for you? You know, kick yeah, back. Fred- Let some bitch do it for you. <laughs> <laughs> He's a little little Freddy Krueger gets his sandwich. Ah, uh, mommy, can you cut the crusts off this sandwich, <laughs> bitch? <laughs> how did how did Freddy Krueger get his? Did he worked for the school? Yeah, <laughs> was that what it was like? Did he work at the school? Isn't that or is that like just that when? I to be honest, I'm more familiar, and I think that you are as well, with the episode of The Simpsons yes. parodying Freddy Krueger. Yeah, so I, I think that I'm I, not I am sure. <laughs> I am thinking about groundskeeper Willie <laughs> more than. <clears throat> hello, hello. What do you need? What is the joke? Maybe it's just a podcast where we explain jokes to people. Like we 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 need people to call in and uh, feed us jokes that they didn't get that they they need the an explanation on why it's funny. Ah, and who who tells the most unfunny jokes of all time? Hmm. Little little babies. You think so? Oh yeah, no, they do the where it's like knock knock. Who's there? Booger. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because uh, a, a a booger is is like a piece of uh, dirty goo that lives inside of your nose that you can wipe on on your friends and family. It's taboo to to, to even bring up boogers. So that's that's part of what it it's a, there's a there's a benign trespass to a booger being at your door. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's play it's playfully transgressive. You open the door and you find there's a booger knocking. How did you even hear that? A booger is so small. It can't make a big knock noise. So this is <laughs> yeah. It's it's absurdist. So this would be a podcast where we get little children to tell us jokes and then we explain the jokes for adults. Mm-hmm. Why the joke is funny. What's Hello, hello. That's us answering the door of a knock knock joke. What do you need, adults? What is the joke? All right, let's <clears throat> now let's go to the podtron. I, I think this could be a good idea, but let's let's move on to the Podtron 4500. Of course, that is their artificial intelligence. It's trained off of the podcast charts on Apple Podcasts, and it takes the titles of podcasts and analyzes them for weaknesses that can be exploited, and then it generates a list of new podcasts by name that it thinks could also top the charts. Ideas like this one here called This Hansen Interred. <laughs> so I think this would be, well, you know, remember that band Hansen? I do. The Mboppers, yeah. And they had some other songs that weren't hits, but they were good songs. And then recently, I think the oldest one uh, said that COVID-19 was made in a laboratory as part of the war on Christmas. Oh, no. Loom <laughs> Bop, they're gone. Yeah. Did they kick him out of the band? 
These still did they, they find another Hanson? They just got, they got Beck. <laughs> they yeah, put him in the van. Huge upgrade. Huge upgrade. So this would be, I guess, where we write an obituary for someone named Hanson. Kind of a Julius Caesar uh, monologue there is what I think when I hear the word interred. Mm-hmm. You know. The good is oft interred with their bones. So let it be with the oldest brother from Hanson. <laughs> Ashes to ashes, dust to dust. Um, what kind uh, of burger bop, does he get? They're not there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he gets easy. He gets a burger. He still gets a burger. He still gets a burger. But it's not going to be one with a fried egg on it. No, I think maybe he gets that Burger King burger where Burger King uh, just rips off the the Big Mac. Which one's that? Oh, they, they got one with a with a middle bun. No, it, it is essentially a Big Mac with no middle bun. Mm. Cut cut down maybe on those because carbs. he's the oldest brother of Hanson. Maybe it's a Big Mac, but with only a top bun. Ooh, he's like just That's the oldest. A messy, just top, messy sandwich. Top <laughs> bun. Hi, I'm I'm Hollywood actor Tom Skerritt. Here to talk to you about Burger King's new top bun burger. <laughs> it's the best bun. I mean, it's the only one that has the sesame seeds on it. You know, when I was out there trying to rein in Maverick and the Iceman, only a, I only had time for a burger with one bun. <laughs> That's the top bun burger. Take it from me, Hollywood actor Tom Skerritt. Just like the top of the muffin is the best part of the muffin, the top bun is the best part of the burger. Top bun. All burger. you need is the top bun. <laughs> I like this invention of a burger with just a top bun because it is the least practical. <laughs> you you got to sign a contract when you get the top bun burger that you will hold it uh, correctly and not invert the burger. You need that heat. You need that it's, grease on, on the palm of your hand to truly appreciate it. <laughs> it's such as a reverse open face sandwich. And and now just in time for Kentucky Derby season, the top bun hot brown. <laughs> it's got it's just oh, got God. gravy on the bottom. Yeah. They, 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 they just build it in your hands and then pour that what, what is it Mornay sauce you like just, all over they, you. Yeah, they just they fill, you cup your hands and they fill it with hot gravy. A nice uh, a nice, nice hot handwich. <laughs> you have to just just yeah. drink the gravy from your hands. This Hanson interred. That's the idea. <laughs> okay. Um, I've, I've got one here. This one is called The Canned Raz. The Canned Raz. So this is canned like canned heat. Well, it's it's all spelled all whoops-a-daisy. It's, it's oh. C-A-N-D. Canned? And then Raz is R-A-Z. Raz. Okay. Which uh, I, I think that this would maybe be uh, trying trying to make delicious uh, fruit pies uh, with a uh, canned fruit. Uh, now, the first thing I thought of was that this would be the opposite of canned laughter. Oh, this would be like an episode of uh, of Two and a Half Men or The Big Bang Theory, but with booing and jeering <laughs> inserted yeah. into it. That would we actually could, be kind of amazing. Just, just us booing. Not even. It's not a. It's not a crowd. It's not like a studio audience. <laughs> it's just recordings of us that you can play anytime that you're watching an episode of uh, Mike and Molly. 
mm-hmm. could turn it down when the audience, when the recording of audience laughter plays, and you could play us going, "Fuck Stop. yourself." <laughs> okay, I was about to ask you uh, what kind of audience you you wanted to be because uh, the the newer the newer sitcoms I think have toned it down a little bit. Like I, I grew up watching your. Uh, Saved by the Bells and Martins and and the audience is, you know, they're the tenth man. They 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 play a vital part in in, in telling you how to accept the episode uh, when when something um saucy happens. The audience uh gives a big woo, you know. Woo. Also married with children, did it? Uh, oh did yeah, did it big? Did it? Did it real big? The canned Raz. This is a pretty straightforward idea, I think. Mm-hmm. Is are are there uh, public domain sitcoms that we wouldn't get in trouble for stealing the audio like of? <laughs> the honeymooners might be. That's what I, I was thinking domain. that we could do the. Let's see. Oh, there's a bunch here. <clears throat> Vintage comedy TV shows in the public domain. Ozzy and Harriet. The Beverly Hillbillies. Ooh. The Colgate Comedy Hour. <laughs> Meet Corliss Archer. Petticoat Junction. Ooh, the trouble with father. Please tell me Mr. Ed is on there. Mm, no. No. Is it weird that they that they never tried to relaunch Mr. Ed? That, that we never got a big big screen adaptation of Mr. Ed? Yeah. It's just, it's Joe Biden. They're just putting <laughs> peanut butter on his gums and sending him out there. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> I got, I got another one here. Okay. Podtron suggests a podcast called Huberman, my babe. Huberman, my babe. Yeah. I don't know who Huberman is, but they're my babe. So maybe this would be where we have to find Huberman and then uh, seduce them. Okay. So we're finding Huberman. It would, would this be kind of like in the film Finding Forrester? Uh do you, think, honest, do you think that Huberman is possibly uh, uh, in some incarnation of Sean Connery? I don't know what happens in Finding Forrester beyond Sean Connery saying, you're the man now, dog. That's all, pretty much all I know of, of Finding Forrester. Um, it, it's, so. it's, it's a movie in which... Uh, uh, takes place in New York City and Sean Connery is, is a reclusive author in the mold of JD Salinger uh and he befriends a a young black student who is going to a very fancy prep school because he's a very good basketball player they want him to play basketball for their team and Sean Connery is helping him become a writer <laughs> the man now dog yeah that's that's the general plot of that movie. So wait, it's the. And it's I, the, I think it was made. I, I think it's a Gus Van Sant movie. And I think that he had recently made uh, um, Goodwill Hunting. And it has a very Goodwill Hunting kind of feel to it. Oh. Huh. You're the man now, dog. Mm-hmm. Okay, well. How do we do that to Huberman? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, 
you know anybody named you don't know anybody named Huberman, do you? I know. I, I know, know that uh, there is a, a winery very or a, a, a vineyard very close to us called Huber. Yeah. Well, I know people named Huber because that's like a pretty common mm-hmm. last name surname where we're from. But uh, don't know anybody named Huberman. What if we did this? Ooh, ooh, ooh. What if we made up someone named Huberman? We created Huberman. It's kind of like a. There is no Huberman. It's an ideal. It's an ideal. Yeah. Babe. It's kind of like it's. It's like a like a Hubermensch. <laughs> okay. All right. This is where we're coming up with the perfect babe, Huberman. Oh, Huberman, my babe. With your full pouting lips. Mm-hmm. And your slightly above average IQ. Not too smart. Not too stupid. Yeah. Good enough for a conversation, but not over our heads. Yeah. Sharp teeth. Sharp. Row upon row of sharp <laughs> teeth. <laughs> um, oh, you Dresses like Freddy Krueger. <laughs> Where's that hat? Burger with an egg on it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Not a slider. Full full style burger. Full size. All the buns. Top, middle, bottom. Middle, bottom, middle, top. Two extra buns. <laughs> it's buns all over the place. Yeah. This the cutest buns, too. You want to want to pinch those uh, five buns on this Huberman. Huberman doesn't drink, but likes hanging out with drunks, and actually enjoys giving them all a ride home. Mm-hmm. And oral sex. <laughs> just, Huberman is just <laughs> driving you home from the bar, one hand on the wheel and the other just doing <laughs> doing hand stuff. Yeah. You're passed out drunk. He's not just my babe. He he's a, he's he's a babe for all seasons. He's he's uh To be clear, you asked Huberman to do hand stuff to you before you passed out. Huberman's not a creep. Yeah. <clears throat> Huberman, my babe. Yeah. All right, you got one last one here. I do. This one is called Freak Down. Freak Down? Yeah. Is this all one word? It's all one word. Freak Down. It's like breakdown, but yeah. for freaks. Which uh, usually uh, uh, if if uh, freak gets paired with uh, another, it's usually freak out. I'm not sure how one freaks down. But I've got a little bit of an idea. A freak I think down, that, that yeah. Huberman definitely uh, knows how to freak down. <laughs> I was gonna say, a freak down could be like, uh, like that scene in that movie where Hitler loses it, right? <laughs> yeah. It's like it's a freak out that also is a breakdown. It's ooh. Yeah, it's I think you're final, onto something with that. It's the final freak down. It would be where we talk about maybe some of the great freak downs of history. I I love that idea. I mean, or maybe we could like, do Howard Dean and his weird weird noise that 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 ended his political career. That was a good freak down. I feel like a freak down would have to be where like. You have a freak out that also coincides with a complete. Do you think that the Howard Dean thing was that a freak out? It seemed like he was excited. I, I think it, I think he got painted a as a freak down. Maybe it was a fake out freak down. It was he, like you could have a positive freak out, I guess, and that's what Howard Dean did. He went yee, <laughs> <laughs> and then he couldn't be president. And then it was over. It was all Just over for him that quick. 
Yee! And, and America said, no thank you. My buzz is harshed. <laughs> they should try that. Instead of dare, just have Howard Dean come into school. Give everybody, give every kid a joint. Let them light up. And then have Howard Dean come in and go, yee! <laughs> and everybody's like, oh, yeah, you ruined it for yeah. me. Yeah. I don't even like now, drugs. Now we now. all have to be on anxiety medication. <laughs> Freak down. Mm-hmm. All right. Here's what we have this week. I feel like this is this is a complete toss up. They're all about the same level of goodness here. They're like bingo balls just popping and bouncing around. Mm-hmm. One's just going to drop out of the Powerball machine. We have the digital versatile Discman. Nostalgia time. Clown University. Diagnosis Burger. Hello, hello. What do you need? What is the joke? This Hanson interred. The canned Raz. Huberman, my babe. And Freakdown. Mmm. A lot of tasty morsels there. Um, and a lot I, of them kind of mm. go together. I we think we could make a podcast recipe with some of these. I think digital. Yeah, we could get a stew going here. Uh, would work well with um the canned raz, can, canned raz, and also nostalgia time. And mm-hmm. uh, I think there was one more. <laughs> well. We could put the burger in there. I got to be honest, this might be a, a bit ambitious, but I really like the idea of doing hello, hello, what do you need? What is the joke? <laughs> okay. We get, get our friends with children, with small children, listeners with small children to call in to the show and tell us a joke, and then we have to explain the child's joke. And if, if we don't get enough jokes, we can probably go off of like 101 jokes about outer space. Yeah, and all of true. those uh, joke books for children filled with with uh, jokes that are of dubious quality. If you are not exactly nine years old, let's let's shoot for doing. Hello. Hello. What do you need? What is the joke? And if we don't get enough then we can go with a backup idea. Like if we don't get enough calls to do a whole episode of that, then we'll do a double feature, two mini episodes, one that's the child joke <laughs> review, and then the second could be... Maybe at that point, if that show's over, we ran out of jokes, we just freak it down, freak it on down. We freak down. Yeah, <laughs> Okay. Hello, hello, what do you need? What is the joke? And possibly a double feature with Freakdown. Yeah. If if time allows, uh, we, we, we could do a Freakdown. We'll do. Second encore, Freakdown. All right, well, that's it, folks. If you want to hear hello, hello, what do you need? What is the joke? You can uh, go to patreon.com slash we don't have a podcast yet for $5 a month. You'll get access to the vault where every week we record our idea for the podcast and every week it fails, Mm. fails to uh, be up to our high standards for podcasting and it gets locked away in the vault where only, only our super fans get to hear it. So head over there and sign up. And, uh, yeah, I guess that's, uh, that's pretty much it. Right. Yeah. I, I, I'm happy with this and I'm so happy that you, you, you listened to our show this week and we're going to try extra hard. We are going to try extra hard. Also, if you have a small child, please have them call into 702-763-2277. That's 702-PODCASP is the hotline just have them tell a joke to us just we just want a little kid's bad joke 
Or so a good joke. Have, Maybe it's or a, a good joke. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get some children. We just want jokes from the mouths of babes and not Huberman. Yeah. F- yeah. Huberman. There is a time and place for you. And it's it's not during this uh, family friendly uh, programming. That's yeah. This is not the kind of my babe that we're looking for. All right, folks. Good night. Good night.